welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast, the friendly neighbourhood bar where we are reading every issue of Daredevil because we have no lives. <laughs> I'm Claire and joining me as always is my co-host Vicky. Hey. Yo, yo. Hey, we have no lives, do we, mate? <laughs> no, it's true. We don't. <laughs> and uh, we have a very special guest at the bar this week, our friend we of the show, Rebecca. Hooray! Hooray for Rebecca! Yay! Hooray! Now, we ask all of our guests, Rebecca, what is your history with the character of Daredevil? Um, <laughs> uh, do I have a history with the character of Daredevil? Um, I'm a big Marvel reader, so obviously I came across Daredevil, and I've read most of his really big runs, but not the whole history. It would have started in the 80s sometime. Uh, and, yeah, and like him, the good boy. Um, I've always enjoyed him, but he's never been like my favourite. Your like, favourite always... is uh, Iron Fist. But yeah, it's kind of split between Iron Fist, Iron Man, Cap. Like, yeah, there's a few. There's a little line of them. Um, particularly fond of the Young Avengers right now. Mm. Um, oh, babies. Yeah. You have and, a Pet Avengers uh, tattoo, which is very Pet cool. Avengers tattoo, yeah. I've also got an Iron Man and Cap tattoo. Nice. My first uh, Stony shipper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I've always, I mean, I like, you know, I like Daredevil. I, I'm always happy to see him, but it's like I never really seek him out, except I am reading the current run. So that's a lie. I like the current run, it's very good. I'll read anything Chip Zdarsky writes yeah, pretty much, great. and uh, he's great, and he's—I think he's doing incredible work with Daredevil, so it's—it's well, uh, it's helping sort of bring him back to me. When we get to the Chip Zdarsky run in about thirteen years, yeah, obviously no, no, it'll be longer than that. Yeah, about fifteen years. You're, no, you're more than that. What? I'll be old enough that I'll be like, do I remember Chu Chip who? What kind of name is that? We're not going to get to his run until the three of us are like in a home. You oh, do yeah, realise that because yeah. we'll only we'll only get to you know to if if they stop writing Daredevil completely now, yeah. we'll get we'll get to every issue in like thirteen years. Yeah, but so. they like they never stop writing him. He's exactly, just, like, he's just one of the which is really nice. Like they will never stop punishing Daredevil in the comics. <laughs> yeah, he will. Ne- he will never stop having his like crises of faith. Yeah, exactly. Nah. That's what he does. Uh, well, I should ask because we are at Josie's bar. Um, what we're drinking? I am drinking a uh, a vanilla zero sugar Coca Cola. So I'm very rock and roll this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I should say actually, in honour of Stillman this week, I'm drinking a tall glass of yeah. vanilla zero sugar Coca Cola. Nice. I am drinking a. It came in my community fridge bag today, and it is a chamomile and passion fruit iced tea. Ooh, that sounds. Ooh, nice. very fancy. It's yeah. nice. That yeah, it's really good. nice. What are you drinking, Rebecca? <laughs> I'm drinking squash. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> what flavour? Orange squash. I was going to have lemonade, but I thought I've had a lot of lemonade, so I'm going to have some orange squash. So I'm, I'm going a bit old school. Yeah, sorry. Squash. Could have All put of... squash in the lemonade. Oh, yeah. That is funny enough what Zoe does. But yeah. I just, I just, I'm trying to like not be a total lemonade addict. And have a break from it. And then you said, we're going to ask you what you're drinking. And I'm like, ah, squash, the most boring thing <laughs> in the house. Well, squash is all right. I should say to our listeners, 
they might notice that Josie's bar sounds a little bit different this week. And that's because yeah. we don't have the authentic sounds of police cars and screaming <laughs> and whatever in the background. It's, it's not coming direct from Hell's Kitchen. No, <laughs> we've moved. Uh, my, my, it's gentrified. My, yeah, my uh, yeah. my uh, end of the bar has uh, has relocated slightly, so it's a slightly softer suburban Josie's bar. <laughs> you might hear like some birdsong and some some the sounds of children laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Although if I if I moved into my bedroom and opened all the windows because it's on a main road, oh yeah, but then where I live isn't exactly um, kind of crime hotspot, so yeah. <laughs> it might get like one ambulance or something. <laughs> Whereas we had ambulances. How often pass my window at my old? Oh, it was awesome, we have it? A, we have a guy who revs his motorbike a lot. Oh, and nice. seems to do nothing but rev it. Well, I might download some sound effects of like ambulances and police cars, and like <laughs> and just every so often just play them. <laughs> so you know our oh. listeners feel the continuity of the podcast. Um, so anyway, this week we are talking about issue number eight. Uh, this issue came out uh, June the tenth, nineteen sixty-five. It is called. Oh, what is it called? Stiltman Cometh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the synopsis is in the battle of the century. Really? Really? Nice? Yeah. Uh, Which dead... century? Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil in the battle of a century. Daredevil yeah. must contend with the villainous might of Stiltman. Written with the inventive genius of Stan Lee. Drawn with the artistic brilliance of Wally Wood. And lettered with the scratchy pen point of Sam Rosen. I'm like, that's Aww. a bit Rosen. That's a bit like, mean. I know. I feel like they're mean about him every week. Like, it's like, Stanley's amazing. Wally Wood is great. Right. Uh, you see it in quite a lot of Stanley comics, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is the, the, the first issue introducing Stiltman. And, Vicky, um, you have been having a bit of a laugh since you read this issue. <laughs> because you you had not you were not that familiar with Stiltman. I was I was not, and I think oh, didn't I um, didn't I surmise last week that it was going to be like a guy that went around kicking people with wooden sticks. Ah! So yeah, I think that's was, that'd be yeah. amazing. Um, and it wasn't. It was so much better. <laughs> <laughs> now you understand why everyone loves him, despite him being one of the most pathetic villains. Oh, yeah. he's, like, I mean, like, he is so easy to take down for almost everyone in the Marvel Universe. And so no one does. And, and yet he's beloved. <laughs> I, I spent a lot of this issue laughing my tits off. <laughs> like, like convulsive tears of laughter. Um, I, I, yeah, I loved pretty much every second of this issue i've got i think it is definitely a classic it is it's every note you'd want a daredevil uh, comic to hit apart from um, catholic guilt maybe oh yeah well well, (laughs) wait until frank miller for that yeah (laughs) (laughs) we did um we did have a little cameo by stiltman in the daredevil series vicky i don't know if you remember but um in melvin potter's Mm -hmm. workshop in season one there in the corner are the stilts. Oh, yes. And um, Rob Morgan, who is uh, the actor who plays Turk, um, for reasons oh, I'm not going to say, for not reasons I'm not going to say now, but he is he was desperate to uh, get have Turk wear the stilts. In oh the my series. God! Can you imagine if amazing. Turk could be wearing? 
That would have been so amazing. It would have been the I best. Love that. Yeah, like that's like Rob, Rob Morgan wanted two things in the Daredevil show for Turk: one to be thrown through the window of Josie's bar, two to become stuntman. I. Uh, I support his uh, his desire to be to be Stiltman one thousand percent. That would have been amazing. If one can be Stiltman, one should always be Stiltman. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to start off. I'm actually going to start off with my panel of choice straight oh, away, which is the cover. In. The cover. Um, okay. I actually have two panels of choice. One because one made me laugh. But in terms of like the way it's drawn, I really love this cover. I love the way they cover. use the perspective yeah. in this um, issue. There's a, a panel later where um, Daredevil's climbing this chimney and he's looking over at Stiltman. And I just love the use of perspective. I, and I just like this one because it's very simple. It's just Stiltman really tall uh, looking down <laughs> at Daredevil. Daredevil's like swinging round. And I just like the way your eye kind of follows follows daredevil as he sort of arcs around and then i just like the little paper in the bottom that's like daredevil, i think uh, well it's i think the nice thing about the paper is it it sort of like captures all the color palette that yeah. they've used yeah so you get that little it's pop of red as well and it sort of ties in it is a really nice cover yeah i, I think i think I, I will say that this this whole issue like the red costume really stands out from the page through the yeah. whole issue and the way he's drawn as well um was uh like really fluid and i know that it was like the first um the first appearance of the red suit last week mm-hmm. but i stood out more in this issue for me yeah. The red suit, uh, to me, is just so... Like, it's so I, iconic. We know it? how much I love the red suit. It just... Yeah. It, and I, I love the way Wollywood draws draws Daredevil as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's just really fluid. Yeah. And and I don't know, maybe um, that, like, the, the sort of the, the background colour palette was slightly different to last week. That might be it. Yeah. The, yeah. Slightly... the back, All the background was slightly more muted, I think. And I don't know whether that's because Stiltman was, like, silver. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but Matt in the uh, Daredevil costume and actually in his black suit really stood out yeah. from the page compared to everyone else. Yeah. Which I really appreciated. Yeah, I th- I, I love the artwork. And there are a couple of bits that I'm like, mm, but we'll talk about those later. But I, <laughs> I think the artwork in this is beautiful. Like, still, mm-hmm. I, I just, I love everything Wollywood has done so far. Um, so we start off kind of right in the middle of Daredevil saving this lady. I love, and I laugh, there's a lot of times I laughed in this issue. We'll talk about that later, Vicky. I laughed that, that when he's saving her, he's yelling at her, keep to screaming. Keep screaming. Stop screaming. <laughs> but not, not what you want to hear of someone rescuing you. Yeah. Why is she just standing there? Like, there's nothing, like, she can't. That's what women did in 1965. She's a hysterical lady. <laughs> it's like, someone needs to save me or I'm going to get squashed by this car. It's like, use your legs. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe but... because she's wearing a green dress, the driver, you know, of the car thought she was a green light and <laughs> was accelerating. <laughs> 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 Except there isn't a driver, so that doesn't work. Oh, um, and we love whenever whenever anyone like throws someone aside. Yeah, uh, we oh. liked when Karen threw Daredevil aside in a, or Matt aside in a previous issue, and Daredevil just picks up this lady and throws her onto an awning. He's just like, I don't have time for conversation. <laughs> like, <it's> just, yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, 
it's a good job I know that this deli um, always has their awning out at this yeah. time of day. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit expeditionary, you know isn't it? I'll just check you know her. That? Oh, but that's like in that other issue, you know, where he was hanging from the helicopter and he's like, <laughs> luckily I know exactly how many seconds I need to fly this so I know that this building is below me. It's like, what? How would you know that? What? <laughs> how would you know? Particularly like when his radar sense is not as developed in these early issues. Yeah. No, he has to have he has to have little horn antenna. Oh, oh we'll get to that. Mm, that might be. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> who 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 delivers? Well, I say who, but obviously it's the good citizens of New York City in the sixties. Who delivers their payroll via helicopter? <laughs> Uh, I know. Uh, no, by Whirlybird. Oh, Whirlybird. Sorry, not helicopter. <laughs> not by helicopter, by Whirlybird. <laughs> so Stiltman has decided he's going to rob this uh, this uh, Whirlybird, and it's it's a great image where it's they they're looking out of the cockpit, and it's just this guy standing there, and he's like, "Stop! This is a hold up." And then you see how tall he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, Stiltman is just, he's such an insane villain, and I love him. Because his whole thing, I mean, yes, he's, like, bulletproof and everything, like, you know, and all this kind of thing. But basically, it's just that he has really long legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I could I could just hear, I don't know about you, but, like, in the back of my mind through this whole issue, I just had the Inspector Gadget theme tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole time. Go Gadget legs. Inspector Gadget. We also, in this issue, get the first instance of what I feel like. I feel like it doesn't come up as much as I think it does in the comics, but I feel like it comes up in, like, it came up in the series, I think, and it definitely came up in the director's cut of the movie, which is Matt Murdock driving a car. Yeah. 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 It's like blind dude driving a car. So, yeah, he's, he's driving... Uh, he drives the car directly into the dock and it explodes. And this is where I I laughed for a good five minutes, <laughs> which is like this might this is my other panel. So just for sheer hilarity, <laughs> is is Matt doing like a backflip out of this car <laughs> and saying, "Made it just by the skin of my chinny chin chin." I was like, "Excuse me, Matt." Oh, like, Dan. I just, yeah, it's ridiculous, but in in a great way. Yeah, Yeah, in a really great way. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, I've made a note here as well that I, again, I love how Matt is drawn. Like in yes, yes. Now, Rebecca, um, we have a section of our podcast regularly, which is called Cane Watch. Uh, we look at everything that Matt's cane is able to do, which is a lot. Well, you're you're about to find out in detail. Oh yeah, all we things get the mother do. of cane watch panels. In yeah, I mean, like it's like gift to cane watch, I imagine. Yeah. So we find. But out he, he, he fondles it bit first. Oh yeah, he does fondle his cane a bit. He's like, oh, I love my sexy cane. Well, he actually calls it his snooper scope. I know mm, his snooper scope. That made me laugh. Directional shotgun, Mike. Mm. just like what yeah well we also find out i mean we have the the stuff that we knew about in his cane like his cable um the uh, tape recorder the microphone um but then also there's a chamber for projectiles 
such as gas. And I don't think we've seen him use that before, have we? I can't remember. Reflector shield. And a reflector shield. Oh, shield. no, he has. Didn't he, Did he use, use it again? Fear? Did he? Did he use Was it Mr. Fear? Mr. Fear? I can't remember. Oh, no. Or was it the, the Matador? Fan. He used a fan against him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and this is where we get him, like, basically, he's like, I want to know what's going on in the city. I want to find Stiltman. So I'm going to listen throughout the city and he mm. he's sitting on this um this roof and he's like holding his cane out and listening um and this is uh later on we find out it's because he actually has like antenna in his his horns yeah uh, yeah radio signal. now i have to say guys much as i love the red costume i love it with all my heart <laughs> this is going to be my boots of the week Oh, mine as well. Oh, the horn antenna is bad. Yes. I, yeah, I'm I, with you on that. I do not like it when Matt is like, when Daredevil is like Batman. He has too much tech. I much prefer that he's sitting on a roof and he's listening to the city using his superpowers. Yeah. Um, me, yeah. You know. Although, there, there, isn't there a panel where he's kind of like, um, he's got this antenna to amplify yes. uh, like his radar sensor that he, that's already there. It's just I like, know, but that makes no sense. No, no it I mean, it's, it's just like, that's why it's, that's why I don't like it. It's because it doesn't even make sense in a sort of use of technology kind of way. No, I did yeah. have to look up what a sawbuck was. Because oh. there's a guy who says, can you lend me a sawbuck? I got a heavy date tonight. And I'm like, is that something dirty? <laughs> uh, but it's I not a slang a for $10. Yeah, yeah, I only know what a sawbuck is because I used to do a podcast about the show Carnival. And they used to talk about sawbucks in that. And yeah. it's something to do with like the, the saw, soaring bench mm-hmm. looks like a Roman numeral for 10 or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was a little bit disappointed that that wasn't something a little bit dirty. But, yeah, never mind. You know. I don't, know where, I don't know where in this cane, this picture of the cane, he fits his uh, chemically treated plastic sheet um, that we know he fits <laughs> yeah, in his cane. Yeah, I, you know. I did notice that, that that was missing. Yeah, well, he, he can only use it once. <laughs> maybe so, he's already deployed it. Yeah. He's already well, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the directional shotgun mic um, is in that yeah. empty void mm. where the shower curtain was. I really, really hate this panel of Matt looking at the inside of his mask and it's just filled with wires and tech and I'm just like, no, it just, I don't, I, I feel like, it was the same thing I felt when I watched um, Spider-Man Homecoming, um, which I enjoyed, but I never like Spider-Man having too much tech and mm-hmm. I didn't like him having basically a, a Jarvis or a Friday, you know, yeah. in a suit like Tony Stark because Spider-Man is not Iron Man, you know? Mm, true. Mm-hmm. I like my I like my heroes with not much tech. Uh, which is fine. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rebecca. It's uh, all right. So, I, I, I like mine deaf um, with <laughs> uh, wearing lots of band aids. <laughs> yeah. Paleolithic uh, armory. I like them with tech that they can understand and have made themselves. Yeah. Well, that is true. Yeah. Well, we do find out that Matt must have made this tech himself. Right? Uh, yeah. I've got, I've got, I have questions for apartment watch. <laughs> that lab. We get when has he ever 
pal. Yeah, this is another thing I don't like because, as I said, I don't like I don't like Daredevil being too much like Batman because a lot of people think that Daredevil is like the Marvel Batman, and I don't agree. I think Moon Knight is the Marvel Batman. No, he's not. We'll fight about that one. <laughs> I think he's closer to being it, but I don't know Moon Knight as much as well as you do, so. they both have aspects of it but neither of them have but then you know neither of them neither of them have have that sort of the reason for why they're heroing that batman has which is clearly the defining thing about batman yeah but you know who's 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 the billionaire orphan whose parents were murdered that's true well you know like i mean moon knight is quite rich but only one of his alters like uses (laughs) that so it is and and it, I don't know he he has no qualms about killing either so I don't know what this says about me but I like I like my Matt Murdock being poor because <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I don't mind him having money but I just think it should be realistic for the work he does yeah, yeah like, why, know, like you, why have you got like a secret bat cave under your apartment like, that's got a lab I don't mind when he's been lawyering for years that he becomes well off. But, yeah, but this is a little bit ridiculous. But he hasn't, and he basically does none of the lawyering because yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. And, and I, I'm also like, really? When has he ever had an electronics workshop? And yeah. a lab? Like, what's that for? Yeah, he's got electronics workshop, a lab. Like, it, he's got this gym, which we've seen before, obviously. I'm pretty sure in a later issue it says that he has, like, a huge collection of, like, Braille, like a massive mm-hmm. Braille library. And also he's got, like, a sculpture gallery. Like it's insane. Like, oh, it's but more like, importantly, he works out in pants and socks. Yes. Oh, we have discussed the fact <laughs> he works out in pants and socks and wears his sunglasses. And wears his This whole, the whole, um, you know, the whole working out in the tiny pants and the sunglasses is my boot this week. It's, yeah, yeah. I've booted ridiculous. it before, so I'm not going to boot it this time. Um, but I have booted it before. But I am just like Matt. Why? Why? Why'd you do this? Like, like you, you're in your own like home, yeah. your own home. Why are you wearing your sunglasses? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm shy. Oh, <laughs> um, I want to talk about Karen. Karen. Oh, no. <laughs> Karen. Karen Watch. Karen Watch. So, Ableist Karen. See, yeah, yeah, immediately. So they get this um, this potential client. Um, which is Wilbur Day, who we later find out is is secretly Stiltman in a shocking twist. Um, but before <laughs> that, almost immediately, um, Karen, Matt's like, oh, hey, let's talk about something. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, we will. But first of all, Matt, uh, I've heard from this eye specialist from Boston. He still thinks he's going to be able to help you to see. Uh, I'm not, again, like, Karen, like now, still Karen. with the... Just, ugh. Well, we've discussed in previous issues, Rebecca, um, yeah. and myself, I think Connor mentioned it as well. Like, why does Karen want Matt so much when all she says is that he's cold and unemotional to her? And, and yeah. basically pushing this whole, you know, um, you should get your sight back. And it's like, I so, know, it's really obnoxious. So, so you go, you know, you want you want this guy who's cold and unemotional um, and you she don't want him to, to be blind. Him. Yeah, and it's just kind of like... Oh, it's not pleasant. It's but really... Matt, Matt either, is, either in what it says they think about women or in what it implies she thinks about Matt. I mean, given the era, it's probably... A lot of it is probably to do with the inherent misogyny yeah, in, within comics in the, in the era, um, which, 
I've had a lot of rage about this since oh, yeah. we started yes, the podcast. Yeah. Like, like a lot of oh, you have a lot to go through. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got a lot. Yeah, you have all the worst of it to go through. Yeah, but I mean, oh, Matt is like feeling sorry for himself as well because even though he's not like, he's like, oh yeah, I would like to see. That is the only way that I could possibly ask Karen to marry me, for I would never yeah. ask her to marry a sightless man. I, that was my, okay. that was my, I was like, oh, Karen's a bit ableist. Oh, so is Matt. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, and like touching her face and being so young, so lovely. I am not a fan of the whole touching faces trope. I, I really don't like it. I'm like, I mean, I get, I get why, like, I have seen, um, like partially sighted people do it, mm-hmm. um, and, I, and I get it. Um, I just don't like people touching the face. No, uh, yeah, I didn't mean either. It's just a bit like yeah. Oh. So, but yeah. Um, but this this scene is going to be my my toot for the week because I think Matt looks pretty damn foxy wearing his kind of like maroon burgundy suit and green tie. I don't know what it is. Because usually he's wearing like a black suit, but black this suit one's kind her. of like burgundy and I really like it. My two is Karen's fabulous fuchsia two-piece. Oh, oh yeah. Um, like little, she's got like a little kind of fuchsia jacket on with a with a white blouse and then um, the f- matching fuchsia skirt. Yeah, that is really cute. That's yeah. cute. Even if she is being an ableist piece of shit. She, True. She really True. is, yeah. It's not good. So, um, so Matt obviously thinks about this operation that Karen brings up. And as he says he would only dare make Karen his wife if he got his sight back. And he's like, okay, Matt. And then this is when he hears the radio announce that Stiltman has appeared again. And earlier, he, he sort of found him, but Stiltman disappeared really quick. And yeah. Matt couldn't work out how. <laughs> 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 Which makes no sense. Oh, oh no. It makes no sense. Um, because by, surely, surely, like with his enhanced hearing and everything, could he not hear the hydraulics? You would think shrinking so. down. Yeah, yeah. You would. You'd think he would. Maybe it's very well oiled stiltman. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he does. Oil he gun. does. He does grease his stilts. Of like, course well, he does. Oh, he does. He loops up his. He loops up his legs. Oh, well, Matt's got to grease his stilts, Vicky. I mean, but just, uh, I, it's, it's, so that's another panel that made me howl with laughter, with like Daredevil <laughs> clinging to one of his legs and still yeah. going, yes, once I, once I release the grease, <laughs> you don't stand a chance. <laughs> Someone call her mother, he's dancing like a stripper. <laughs> oh. well, right after this, when Daredevil goes to find Stiltman, it's because Stiltman has thrown like some kind of smoke grenade on top of a rooftop party of sleep dash <laughs> and then decides to steal the valuables from the people in the party now vicky i'm gonna pass to you <laughs> because vicky vicky nearly died laughing at this panel this week <laughs> it's got it's got like a super villain hoover <laughs> up valuables like how <laughs> it's a proper super villain gadget yeah oh. and they must shrink because they're definitely like that's a 
a really narrow hoover. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Vicky's gonna die again now. Um, Stiltman manages to knock out Matt, and then when we see this is where Matt's holding on to the legs. And then I wrote in my notes, Matt needs to Empire Strikes Back this shit. It does. <laughs> like, you've got a cable, Matt. He's got a cable in his cane. Or is that yeah. as he... Unless maybe he has to rearrange the um, directional shotgun line again. <laughs> <laughs> to access it. Oh, no. Oh. Um, so we find out a little bit more about Wilbur Day. Wilbur Day comes back. Now, we haven't spoken much about him. He's the villain of this issue. But at first, he is, uh, you know, we, we have a bit of a twist. We think he's the good guy. And this other guy, Caxton, is the bad guy. Because Wilbur His Day boss. appears like kind of unassuming, you know, like, yeah, he's kind of this older guy wearing glasses. And then Caxton is this kind of angry looking dude. Um, yeah. And then obviously it turns out that, no, oh, actually, Wilbur Day was the villain all along. Um, uh, and they are, you know, they're sort of cl- both claiming that they invented the hydraulics for Stilt Man, you know. Um, and uh, I wrote in my notes, uh, why does Caxton, I know he's an inventor, but he, why does he have a Bond car? Because he manages to electrocute Matt with this car. Yeah. He, he needs a Bond car. Fair so enough. you think he's the villain? Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. But I, I like that Matt manages to fly off this car while being electrocuted directly into an open manhole. He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's a good job that there's this manhole. Yep. Yeah. I was hoping that he would bump into the eel again down there like he did in that previous issue. Oh, and that he would was be like, so oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> or he could bump into the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, seeing as they do canonically take place in the same universe as Daredevil. Exactly. Yeah. Science, science fact. <laughs> uh, so it's it's shortly after this that we get the other panel that I really liked, which is Matt climbing this chimney, looking across town at Stiltman. Yeah, I that just was like the cool. perspective is really cool. Mm. Um, and Matt is holding onto the legs, and he actually falls, <laughs> and. I love that when he's falling, he's like, no, it can't end this way. <laughs> it's like, Matt, you, you, you fly around through the air through New York. If it's going to end anyway, it's probably that way. <laughs> That's it's, probably it, can't, it can't end. I can't meet my death because of greasy legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Greasy legs is what kills Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's... He, I mean... We we will read Connor's feedback later, um, but I know uh, I know Connor was angry that Matt was beaten by the Matador, but Matt gets repeatedly beaten by Stiltman, which is kind of sad. Yeah, he gets. Yeah, yeah Connor doesn't like any of his faves getting beaten. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, there's, a, there's a lot of it. Um, we find out later that Wilbur Day. We do find out that he is, is obviously the bad guy, and that is when he suddenly karate chops Mr. Caxton in the neck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> came out of nowhere. Classic bad boy. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> karate chop. <laughs> and we find out that he, the reason he was going to break into Caxton's lab was to steal his experimental molecular condenser. Nothing will go wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. Shooting that in all directions. Yeah. Um, so this gun basically, yeah, if it hits anything, it shrinks you, and 
you shrink away to nothing. I guess it's like, you know, with Ant-Man, you shrink down and go to the quantum realm. Ah. Maybe. <laughs> so, um, he's shooting this at Daredevil. Daredevil's, like, dodging in between the ray beams. I really like this, like, kind of final fight, because it's just, it's just bonkers. It's yeah. a good fight. It's a good fight. Yeah. You've got Stilt Man, you've got Will Bidet wearing the stilts. But nothing else of the costume. Yeah, yeah so just the legs. It's amazing. And with really long metal legs, which is kind of hilarious. You have Daredevil on a train looking really odd. Yeah. It's yeah, the tiny like, feet. Yeah. That's the worst panel for me. Yeah, that's not a good panel. He looks awful. Yeah. And, and also, like, no white boy has any business having that much ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the teeny tiny feet was kind of like, Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're right, it's, Rebecca. I'm looking at it now, and it's not good. It's just really awful. Yeah, he's a right little little chunky boy in that one. He's a real chunker. His it milkshakes bring all the stiltmen to the yard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, Daredevil's following Stiltman on the on the train, and then Daredevil he he like kind of shoots his cable and. You know, onto Stiltman and grabs the gun and accidentally. That's day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. And he accidentally shoots Stiltman with the the gun, and he's like, "No, it was a mistake. It was an accident." Sure, Matt. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and Wilbur Day shrinks down, and then he pops out of existence. <laughs> Teeny tiny stiltman is the cutest stiltman. It really is. Groot. So Matt says, you know, nothing can completely evaporate. He must be somewhere. So that's why I was thinking of the quantum realm, oh. you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, we we will see if he comes back, Vicky. Hmm. Mm, I wonder. I wonder. Mm. Like all these villains. Uh, and then Matt goes back to the office. Caxton wants to sue Matt for trespassing. Quite rightly so. Which fair enough. That, yeah, Wilbur Day and Matt just turn up and like break into Caxton's house. Yeah. Um, and he's and, like, what are these metal tubes outside? Yeah. Mm, well, they look an awful lot like Stiltman's legs. And Foggy's, like, losing his mind, because, as we've said, like, Matt does all the work, like, and then, like, he previously, you know, accused the Matador of being Daredevil, and then yeah. said, well, I just had a hunch, it's just my opinion, and Foggy's like, what are you doing, this reflects badly on me, dude, and now Foggy's like, what are you doing, like, why are you breaking into this guy's house, it's like, oh, poor Foggy, oh, oh I do feel bad. And then immediately, immediately, Thirsty Karen oh, is like, um, let's yeah. sort your eyes out. Yeah, let's sort your eyes out, Blindy. And he's like, because he basically says he needs a bit of a rest. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should have a rest. And this would be a perfect time to sort your eyes out. And Matt's like, uh, no, I just want to have a rest, you know. And she literally storms out on him. And I'm like, Karen. Calling down. him a coward as well. Yeah. Like, are you a coward, Matt? She's like, really not good for him. Like, what? 
the hell? We've discussed though, they're both as thirsty as each other. Like it's true. Yeah. Every no, issue you get thirsty. I mean, there's not too much that well, there is thirsty matter in this issue. But yeah, Karen is 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 pretty thirsty. In this and then there's just Foggy in the background, like. Yeah. There was like a panel earlier in it as well where Foggy was drawn, and I think like I think you mentioned before, Vicky, that they can't they haven't got Foggy correct yet. It's when Matt it's when um he walks in and Matt's uh touching Karen's face. Touching Karen's face. And Matt so Foggy young, looks so like lovely. a thousand years old. They haven't settled yeah, yeah. on his age, and it's really considering that they were at law school together. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, Matt's this kind of, you know, dashing, handsome young man. And Foggy's, like, from panel to panel, is aged between kind of, like, 25 and 50. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really, it's really disturbing. But then I guess if you worked with Matt Murdock and with having to do all the heavy lifting, it probably would (laughs) age you about 30 years as well. Yeah, definitely aging him, poor Foggy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm, like, team... Team Foggy Protection Squad. Oh, Aww. I love Foggy. Oh, I've always loved Foggy. I got a lot of crap for loving Foggy in the Daredevil show. I was good in the show. Yeah, he's great. Oh, like people don't give him enough props, I mean, and he's like, like he's basically single-handedly holding yeah. up Nelson yeah. and Murdoch. These yeah. are the two people you're having to deal with every day, Karen and Matt, <laughs> who are both insane. <laughs> <laughs> So, and you like one of them. Or you yeah, love one of them and you like the other one. one. Them, and the other one's your best friend who's just yeah. never in the office. And then when he is, makes really shitty decisions. Every time. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it's... Yeah, yeah. we're, we're on Team Foggy. Hashtag Team, Team Foggy. Yeah, definitely. So that is the end of the issue, guys. Um, I did have some feedback from Connor. Let me find that. So Connor sent me a message and he said, "Okay, guys, here is my feedback for issue eight. So why did Daredevil grab that gun? (laughs) I get it was to see it shrink, but still. Also, what was Stan thinking when he came up with Stiltman? Even the Matador, I can understand the thought process. (laughs) But Stiltman is very random. Did he just see someone on stilts on the street? Probably, yes. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Overall, I think this might be the worst issue yet. Oh, oh no. that's a classic. It was Come badly on. written, bad, bad stand, but it was a so bad it's good read. P.S. I really dislike Matt's electronic gadgety stage. He's not Spider-Man or Reed Richards. I agree. I agree, Connor. I yeah, don't like it either. We agree. We don't like it. Leave yeah. the tech to techies. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so guys. Uh, we're going to talk about our boots and toots for the week. Um, I mean, my my boot, I'm going to boot uh, Matt's burgundy suit with his green tie. I thought he looked very dashing. And my, I'm going to toot, sorry, yes, I'm going to toot. And I'm going to boot his gadget-filled red suit. I love the red suit. I don't like it when it's filled with with tech. (laughs) Nope, Mm. (laughs) don't like it. Uh, Vicky, what about you? I am going to um, toot Karen's fuchsia two-piece. Nice. Um, and I am going to boot the ridiculous tiny workout pants and sunglasses <laughs> yeah. ensemble. I'm definitely booting them as well. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. just... Yeah. It's, no, actually, I'm going for the socks. <laughs> it was, That's yeah. ridiculous. 
they weren't as long they weren't as like um the the ones that he wore in like the first issue oh yeah i think they were like knee-high ones and i couldn't oh, decide if working socks. out enough that he doesn't need his big socks yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could, well i couldn't decide if they were um knee-high socks or whether they were like, you know those insanely boots. long um, yeah yeah. Boot things. Uh, so, but yeah, that that whole outfit just just because you know why are you wearing sunglasses? That yeah. it's creepy. Like the whole sunglasses and tiny pants thing <laughs> is. You mm-hmm. might as well just put on a beige trench coat and go <laughs> like go out and flash people in such so, park. It's so weird. Vicky, when mm. like next year in 2021, when hopefully society is back to normal and we can go to comic conventions, I shouldn't cosplay as this look. You definitely should. <laughs> oh my god! If you cosplay as that, I'm gonna do my naked Hawkeye. I'll do naked Hawkeye. Yeah, we'll be naked superheroes <laughs> together. <laughs> we need to find places that's got like the 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 like the naked muscle suits. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we'll be work out work out Daredevil. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, so Rebecca, were there any uh, boots and toots you wanted to mention? You're going. To well, I, I don't like the workout outfit. outfit either. That was like yeah. dumb. I, I don't know what I liked. I, I think all the women, women were all the women's outfits were quite good, right from the opening shot onwards. Yeah, the, I like. I like the Karen's idiot outfit. standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, well, she's dressed well for uh, you know. <laughs> I can't move. I look too fabulous. <laughs> Google Earth, always watching. <laughs> she had very good hair for someone who's about to get knocked down. Exactly, and oh, and yeah. little white gloves. Yeah, I, I, I like the little white gloves for sure. Upper class for sure. My my panel of the week. I think I know what Vicky's is. <laughs> I think everyone knows. <laughs> my, I mean, you did post on Facebook about it. And yeah. If you guys aren't in the Facebook group, you should be in our Facebook group because there's lots of hilarity there. Um, so mine was the the cover because I love the cover. But honourable mention is Matt talking about his chinny chin chin <laughs> <laughs> whilst yeah. flying through the air. Yes. Yeah. And what about you, Rebecca? Was there any particular the Billy Club? Yeah. The Billy really Club cool. diagram. That, yeah. was, that, was, just that was pretty. Number cool. one in an, in a comic this age, it's not that usual to see a side long panel like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool. It was just like I didn't know that was in this issue to get the look at all the cool things. Like, given what I've said about him and tech, I somehow don't mind it being in his Billy Club. <laughs> It's not quite the I don't same. mind some of it because it's it's it's. I, I like funny. the recorder and yeah. you know like, but I yeah the rest I don't know about. That. I mean I'd like I don't mind him having a few things in his Billy Club, but I do worry like, what if it's like the TV show and he keeps having to drop them in bins? <laughs> he changes. That, the TV show is giving me a whole new like thing to worry about about Matt. Oh, yeah, it's just what happens away, with the like, game, like you know. Seconds. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. But I did like seeing the cross section, even if. Yeah, that yeah, was really back. cool. Yeah, it was it fun. Looked, I liked made it look a bit like a lightsaber as well, which was kind of. Oh, yeah. Oh man, if he has a lightsaber in it as well, like in one issue, you oh, imagine. It's like, well, luckily I have my built-in lightsaber. I might actually die. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're only in like 1965 though at the moment, aren't we? So we've no, got like another decade or so. <laughs> yeah, you've got at least a decade. Your Stanley oh. invented lightsabers, like probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were in Matt's Billy Club. <laughs> so um, awesome. Well, that was this week's issue. So we are going to uh, we are not going to throw this issue through the window of Josie's bar by the sounds. We are going to add it to our secret vault under Josie's bar to keep forever. 
Yeah, the one, the one that has a lab and an electronics thing. Oh yeah, we've got all of that under Josie's. Bar. Yeah, it's because very, that's very elaborate. That's how you know. That's how that's how you roll. Yeah, that is well, how the we lab roll. is where we make our very um, you know our clever drinks. drinks that we have every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we make our squash. <laughs> never, the thing is, I very rarely drink it as well, so it's like you totally caught me out. I was, I'd normally be like coffee or something. And I'm like, no, I'm having squash. Yeah, yeah, squash. Absolutely. I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> Wait, it's well, Thursday, right? Please. Is, uh, our listener Daniel said uh, said to me, he's like, you guys have to have an alcoholic drink at least once, seeing as it's Josie's bar. And I was like, well, seeing as me I, and Vicky are both teetotals. And, and I don't drink either, so it wasn't yeah. going to be tonight. So. Yeah, we'll wait until uh, until Tammy's on, and Tammy will have a drink for all of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Someone needs to drink booze in this bar. Exactly, yeah. We're very, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, next issue, Vicky... Oh, okay. Are you ready to guess what is going to happen? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So, and you can guess as well, Rebecca. So, next issue is called That He May See. <gasps> oh, he's going to have his operation and then he's going to fall madly in love with Karen <laughs> and they're going to get married or he'll see her and go, oh, you're ugly. <laughs> I will oh. say that on the cover, it says that this is a tale you will never forget. And is then it? it says, and then it says, Come with Daredevil into the Killer's Castle. Oh, oh, oh my God! It's like it's the does the Eye Doctor turn out to be a super villain? To do, <laughs> yeah, like Doctor Doom. That'd be amazing. Or does does Mac like get his sight back briefly? Realise that Karen is not what he expected, <laughs> and realises that actually he's been in love with his best friend Foggy this whole time. I was going to say that's the other, yeah. Mm. Avocados forever. Oh, avocados forever. I will say this issue, I mean, we've had a lot of bonkers issues. This issue is pretty bonkers. Um, So I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So even more bonkers than what? Matador. Um, I I don't know. But I think think you're going to, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, It is featuring the the murderous menace of the killer's castle. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Although I, I do get the feeling that I'm probably going to want to bitch that Karen in the next issue. Oh, yeah, like, oh yeah. I just have a feeling. <laughs> I just I kind of want to do that anyway um, <clears throat> with her ableist bullshit. Uh, but yeah, as Elizabeth and I said, Karen gets a le- gets a lot better, and she also gets a lot worse. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I will give you one little spoiler for next issue, guys. There is a moment where someone falls from a great height and goes, No! Amazing. Which is I hope hilarious. it's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to be next uh, next issue. Um, Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on. I know yeah, you're Thank you for having me. So I'm it. super tired, but yeah. I will be better next now. time. You can go and rest now. Can people find you anywhere? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Genius. And I also do a DCAU podcast nice. called the DCAU podcast, looking at cartoons, DC cartoons. I and usually, podcast. usually me saying, I don't like Batman very much. <laughs> <laughs> and then getting into lots of trouble. And, um, and then I 
do uh, Immortal Iron Fist podcast. Yay. We did. Yay. When I was on um, your DC podcast, we did a Teen Titans movie, which was one of the most insane things I've ever watched. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. yeah we, we just did a Wonder Woman film. Nice. And uh, I can't remember. I think the next one is Batman. So, ugh. so yeah. There's a lot of Batman there. You, like oh, you mean uh, you mean uh, uh, Black Daredevil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Daredevil's Red Batman, then Batman is Daredevil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Well, anyway, we will be back next week. It's time at the bar. Ding, 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 ding. ding I need ding, to get ding, a bell. Ding, ding. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.